is a Boardwalk Audio podcast. The Meat Improv! Welcome to the Meet Improv with me, Josh Simpson. And me, Jake Jabor. The Meet Improv is, of course, the improv and storytelling podcast where we bring on two comedian guests to tell true meaty stories from their lives. And then we do long form improvisation inspired by those stories. Yeah. Oh, it's a boatload of fun. We're back. We're back. <laughs> we good are, US of A. <laughs> we're or back. The in, US of A. In the Beachwood Studios. Yeah, Beachwood Studios. <laughs> um, yeah. No longer. Traveling and uh, nope. Jake's got Jake's fully rested. I'm fully rested. I'm uh, fully rested. You're fully rested. Uh, so maybe maybe <laughs> we've recovered. Yeah. Um, enough about us though. Yeah. Um, let's let's get to the show. Mm-hmm. Um, we stacked the lineup today, guys. We got uh, uh, two great guests to together. Together they are known as Don't Stop or We'll Die. Um, a musical group. Yes, they are taking their bows. Um, but individually, it's Michael Cassidy. Hi. <laughs> Hi, Michael. Hello, hello. You almost acted like you forgot that was your name. Yeah. <laughs> Hi. Um, and Paul Rust. Huh? <laughs> Both aliases, I guess. Yeah. Or maybe it's not that. We're them. not used to hearing the fake names. We're coming from our other lives, which is tri- a tricky transition. We have whole other marriages and the families uh-huh. and stuff. Yep. Yeah. But only Paul and I know about each other's. Well, now we ruined it. Now you guys know. <laughs> now everybody knows about our double lives. Oh, yeah. Wow. Huh? Well, we knew it would come out somehow. Yep. Yeah. And you guys get the big break. Wow, the big scoop. <laughs> the yeah, scoop? the scoop alert just went off in the corner of the room. Like, <laughs> the scoop. Normally it's for ice cream, but today it's for hot gossip. (laughs) The hot goss. Yeah, Uh, you guys do that ice cream alert around here a lot, I heard. Yeah, yeah. Too much, says my doctor. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So you guys have been pals for quite a while, huh? Yes. We are old pals. Josh, you're making me like reflect and go, that is true. (laughs) Nearly 20 years. Yeah, because we would have met in... Yeah, that's right. The fall of 2000. Yeah, 2000. When Kid A was sending shockwaves to the <laughs> nation. Yeah. Mike and I first met each other. Mm-hmm, that's right. Yeah. We were um, at school together in Iowa. Then we moved here about the same time, too. About a year, yep. We're a year apart. Yeah. Uh, so, yes. Uh, and, and even closer to home, like... Fort Dodge, where Mike grew up. Mm-hmm. I grew up in Lamar's. Uh-huh. Fort Dodge is where you would go to speech competitions in Iowa. Oh, yeah. So there's been times where we go... Big community college auditorium. Certainly we were crossing paths at the University of Iowa in Iowa City, Iowa's. <laughs> Hawkeyes. <laughs> I bet but I bet as high schoolers, we probably crossed paths. There was some speech contest, I'm sure, that we were like... We're in another town, even. Because... And I don't even... I don't think we've talked about this, but it seems like... It seems like um, Blue Bunny is there's the family is in in, in trouble in turmoil. Blue Bunny, the ice cream, yeah. Oh my god. Uh, well, he okay. Ooh. So sorry, I skipped. I skipped a beat there. <laughs> yeah. uh, Paul's hometown, but I like it because it's like a cold open. Blue Bunny ice cream, <laughs> cold indeed. It's quite a freezing cold. Isn't it? Yeah. Anyway, but my family was talking about it when we were back for our reunion in Twin Lakes, Iowa. <laughs> Man, a lot of Iowa towns getting the name. Some of Jake's here. neighbors but, are cheering. Uh, but, but Lamar's is where uh, Paul is from, and that's the home of this ice cream company. 
Anyway, yes. but I just I just heard that like the family was falling apart. It was like a, it was like a weird rumor mill thing that I was like, this is the the hot gossip. Of, like this is the Kardashian gossip of Iowa is the yes. Blue Bunny ice cream family. Well, don't get that hot gossip so close to the cold ice cream. <laughs> <laughs> Dealing with a soupy mess. Yeah. Um, Blue Bunny. Yes, my my town. Uh, the they have the Wells Blue Bunny ice cream plants based oh. out of the town. So I heard your applause. That's good. Yeah. <laughs> uh, ice cream. <laughs> Every, everyone listening Dessert. in their cars just swerved around in a celebration. Yeah, I just scream out, ice cream, and then I whisper, is what my town is known for. And then everybody's cheering that I yeah, bow to the thing. But uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So I guess... Uh, 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 we've known each other for a long, long time. Yep. And, and now we have a band, Don't Stop or We'll Die. We have a new album coming out. Yep, that's right. New album. New tracks. We've been playing music together for a long time, uh, too. Yeah. A little late November. Yep. We're going to do... Well, well, yeah, we'll drop that on the 27th of November. Ooh, Ooh the Tuesday oh, after Thanksgiving. Mm-mm-mm. Right in time for the holidays. That's right. Right, right when everyone's on the treadmill working off that turkey sandwich. <laughs> they need to hear some tunes. <laughs> we'll keep you going on that keep treadmill. motivated, yeah. Your elliptical yeah. machine. Is uh, I don't know the exact name of the track, but is the... I'm making tacos with my wife on this one. Sure. Oh yeah. Yes. The, well, track listing TBA. You're so this is a hot, hot exclusive. But it, the ta- track will be called Taco Night. Taco Night. Okay. Now, right. did you first hear that? I think when we played a, a fun Josh Simpson birthday party. I believe that is where I heard yeah, it. Yeah. We reflect on that often as like one of our f- fine, like most fun performances and and a little bit of the gold standard of performances that we're going for which is like people can walk around yeah they can socialize yeah they can get a beer yeah and a band can play and sometimes they pay attention and enjoy it <laughs> sometimes you're there just to socialize i i think when uh people feel a little duped when they come in to watch a band and then you're like oh i have to commit 100% of my time and energy and attention to this, to these yeah. two nyuck nucks. Well, and you want to be able to like be, you, it's so much closer to dancing. Standing is so much closer to dancing than sitting. Right. So if you're like standing, <laughs> if you're standing and like yeah. walking around with drinks, getting people to like dance and be that energetic about it, yeah. it's like, yeah. it's so much closer. But if you're sitting and like doing that kind of thing, like there's a lot of theaters where we're playing music and it, you know, and people, it's just a more work getting well, up is like a statement at that point, And then it's like yeah. too much. So that was fun at your party. And then mm-hmm. I think we played, uh, uh, you played music the same night we played music at a, um, a house party. Oh, in the old uh, Camp Hollywood? Yeah. Yeah, I remember that. And that was a fun night, too. It was fun <laughs> watching people dance. <laughs> I just noticed Scott Rogers posted a picture of that place in ruins. It, oh, really? Like, like a bulldozer sitting on top of oh, like what really? used to be that, that house. That yeah, was always the threat, right? Yeah. At any point, somebody could come in like a... Just steal it from Colton's hands. A a summer camp comedy from the 80s. At any point, a land developer could come in and try to build them all. Yep. And they did. They're going to build like a a single unit, 25-story mall there where every story is a different store. Yeah. A bad idea? That's about right. That's a bad idea. That's not going to stay up the first time an earthquake Not an earthquake country. What, are you crazy? Yeah. Yeah, Yeah, I feel like the, the tough thing there is like... I feel like I have friends that have like houses and stuff now, but no one's like, you know what? Let's trash this place. The spirit of, uh, of Camp Hollywood was such a, uh, 
Yeah, I don't know, comedy fraternity or like maybe it wasn't just male, but it was dudes that lived there. Yeah. So it was like it was like parties that would be rock concert gets us into a late night party every time. Yeah. And it was like one of the last places I remember doing that. Yeah. I feel like. Yeah. Me too. Because, you know, I don't when know. is the origins esque oral history podcast about Camp Hollywood going to come out, <laughs> yeah. guys. We've I think, already given them, like... I think Serial Season 4 is all about Camp Hollywood. <laughs> That's right. Who didn't flush their dookies? <laughs> and I thought you paid a quarter of the rent, but you have a third of the room! <laughs> oh, a third of the room. That's a mid-season controversy if yeah. I ever heard one. And uh, your video games are too loud for my rock band, man. <laughs> <laughs> that definitely was like, yeah, I don't know. I, I bet you there's people have houses like that still kind of like a home base for a bunch oh, of yeah, comedians. definitely. I mean, at the same uh, time, I was living in a house that was a different version of that same. Th- like at that age, I think that's just like what, what you do makes sense well, because you have, used, yeah, you can afford the life of a place where you have like it's not like stretching your style to have like people over because it's like a bigger place Mm -hmm. right it was a huge advantage that they had a yard and like all those things and also you spread the rent over enough people that it's like completely palatable to live like right there in that (laughs) location and like you don't have to sweat it too much when you know i don't know that i I was doing the exact same thing our place just wasn't you know we did the party place thing and then it was handed you know well you live across from the cha-cha yeah right the silver lake place i remember that place now that you mentioned that house in glen or silver lake yeah so the um local la street time yeah well and then i i I, i'm like uh sensitive to you because Mm -hmm. i i feel the same way like when i met somebody um, who I met after I got married, yes. and then people are talking about a, our wedding, <laughs> and I was, and I, and I'll say to the person like, "We just didn't know you. That's why I couldn't invite you." Uh, they're like, "Of course, oh, I get funny. it. It's impossible." Yeah. I, you know, so if you had existed, did you play there these, multiple times? Because I was there when you played. Well, I at Camp Hollywood. Yeah, yeah, we played there a couple of times. Yeah. I met more uh, the the Cha Cha. Yeah, yeah, the Glendale home. Not, no, you, I shouldn't have been for that. We shouldn't have brought up that place. <laughs> oh, it was a fun place. Jake's a bum. Yeah. Um, Mike Mitchell broke the fence there. Mike Mitchell broke the fence. Yeah, he, that's like the his equivalent of breaking the glass ceiling is breaking <laughs> the, the or breaking fence. the internet. <laughs> yeah. 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 Uh yeah, because they were all all the birthday boys were climbing up in that tree. Ah, oh, it's like I'm looking back on the little rascals climbing up in that tree. That's a lot of boys in one tree. Yeah, <laughs> birthday boys is no small group. Yeah, no, they're yeah. Not. Oh um, yeah, that's that is no small group. Um. Wow, Camp Hollywood was weird. I remember that was like one of those places before Uber and Lyft, I would go to a party and drink and then just sleep there. <laughs> yeah. yeah. The solution was, well, I'm not going to drive home. That's yeah. dangerous. I guess I'll just wake up at five or six in the morning. Yeah. Or I don't know when they get up and go have breakfast. Yeah. And do whatever happens then, like 7 Eleven and hot dogs from across the street. Whatever. You know, it makes so me. So Colton s- lived there for a while and I bet he made, the, I bet he made him eat breakfast. Yes. Day. It makes me so sad that Uber. And Lyft have robbed us of this rich tradition yeah. of waking up with the pattern of someone else's floor on your face, <laughs> someone with else's rug and in. printed on your skin, and being like, I fell asleep at 3.30. 
<laughs> and now it's seven. Well, it was like that was the adventure of it, though. I feel like that. Are we talking too much about part? I don't know. Whatever. It's, okay. but it's like that was a part of the whole experience was I'm going to the party to have that. Like that makes it um, a, an event. Like yeah. I, I woke up there. That was like. That amounted to this like experience. So I have this story to tell about waking up at this yeah. place because it's like that's I don't know for me anyway. That's how I was kind of getting value out of life yeah. at that moment. <laughs> was yeah, like, what is this night like? Let's I'm gonna be the best at partying this time. <laughs> I'm gonna party better than everybody. Yeah, I maybe did it too much. <laughs> it was maybe, yeah, like bringing a blankie with me. Like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you like actually just wanted right? to sleep there. I think <laughs> you came like with a little kind of uh, yeah, just teddy bear. Uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, a thing playing little nurseries. You know, one of the first. Uh, so this is maybe a little weird, but not that weird. So you were one of the first people. I saw perform when I came yeah. to, to Los Angeles and this is like the summer that UCB started. This was at the M bar. Yeah. Yeah. On Vine. And yeah. And I saw you and Neil perform. I saw you do a thing with like, I forget exactly what it was, but it was something about sleeping on a corduroy, <laughs> corduroy pillow. And you uh, said you really made headlines or something. Yeah. Like yeah. Yeah. Well, it's funny. I heard that. <laughs> I heard that joke at camp in eighth grade. <laughs> And then I came back from camp to high school. It was between eighth and ninth grade, and I told all my friends that joke. And then junior year, they found out that I had heard that joke at camp. <laughs> Apparently, when I told the joke, I didn't go like, I heard this at camp. And they were like, weirdly insulted <laughs> that they were like, oh, you didn't make that up? You heard that at camp? What's funny about it is I uh, we used that joke in this uh, Pee Wee Herman movie, Pee Wee's Big Holiday, uh-huh. and so I I partly worry you'll watch that and be like, wait, he's been reusing this now for twenty twenty five years, yeah, now, and now there's a whole podcast about it. Yeah, now it's on the record. Uh, you know that they're gonna title the episode "Pillowcase Makes Headlines." Uh, no, but I remember you at the open mic, Josh, because. Um, you were on average probably like twelve or thirteen years younger than the average person at open mic. I but think on so. average, five hundred percent funnier. <laughs> oh, hey, thank you. Uh, I remember Neil and I were like, "Well, you looked super young. Yeah, you looked like you were in eighth or ninth grade, which is a compliment <laughs> these days." Yeah, and- yeah. <laughs> tell that to any man, and he will take it as a straight-on compliment. Uh, but yeah, we thought we, you were so funny. Still do. Uh, but like, it was like one of those things where you're like sitting through uh, ten acts of like name the other acts. <laughs> I, I, I remember a couple. <laughs> yeah, there's a few of the people doing- actually we probably know. Anyway, uh, the. Um, the the M bar situation I remember right. being so much different too like that was such a different culture pre UCB times definitely where, yeah because like, that was when it opened yeah like, right. like stand up places was where sketch and improv was kind of like bubbling up because that's like where they did in the uh, comedy death ray mm-hmm. yeah yep. there was some Monday show there too because yes. I remember that time I did that open mic I had like left for a second and like didn't I signed up on time but I didn't like get on the list or whatever so like you were like in our last act and it was somebody else and I was like oh, excuse me <laughs> like uh, so I was like way at the end of the lineup but people were coming in for like 
the show with Sarah Silverman and stuff, so I actually had a little bit of an audience. <laughs> I think that was partly uh, the appeal of that open mic, which was like if you waited long enough, you would like butt end into a better show yeah mm-hmm. like a legitimate show Which, and that yeah, so you live this was the dream it yeah. was kind of you, the dream won the, yeah and that was the first time like people were like hey what's up man and i was like hello josh simpson <laughs> <laughs> shaking hands and stuff but then i remember this is kind of funny i remember seeing you both actually when you hosted comedy death ray mm-hmm. on a night where louis ck headlined is that okay <laughs> i've oh. been thinking Do you remember a that? lot about this this lately. is like the king and I was gone, so I, but I remember yeah. specifically a sketch that you pitched was like this will be a three line sketch, <laughs> and you came out and we're like, "Hello, bring in the Boner Brothers, the yeah. boys with twenty four seven raging hard boners or whatever." Yeah. Yeah. And, then, and then Neil and Paul walked out with <laughs> flaccid cocks, yeah, and just got in a huge fight over it. Yeah, I don't know if I've ever laughed harder. Uh, at well, because yeah, then it becomes like a weird meta thing where Mike, the actor playing the doctor. <laughs> is upset that me and Neil who are to portray the Boner Brothers aren't hard for the sketch. Which is like three steps more than you needed it to be for a funny sketch about two guys coming out naked. Like, like, Because it's like I resent that you weren't able to to show up. Yes. And I like I'm here, man. Yeah. I'm doing the scene. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're committed. And then And then I get down like I remember getting like very close and like having to inspect it. Well, anyway, go on. But <laughs> No, you go on. <laughs> you did have to inspect. Yeah, I got down like very I, like a big laugh was always when I would like like kneel down and just look at my friend's dicks. <laughs> Two inches from my face, and like kind of scrawl on a, a clipboard. And they were like, "How do you get boners?" And you're like, "Well, like touch yourself." And then Neil and I would like violently bat our dicks on stage. Like we thought that was like so funny. And, it, and then uh, the sketch ended with. You guys need to get boners, and then we're like, hmm. and then we go backstage, and we come out with like yarn tied to our dicks that we're holding up. Yeah, so like, they like they're suspending them aloft, but they're still like flaccid. But I've been thinking about it lately because in the sketch, um, we do we make contact with our penises uh-huh. and we're batting them, uh, and then Louis C.K. comes out as like we introduce him as the final act. <laughs> And he was really funny. He was like, uh, "He said, you had hey, young who's balls. ever booking this? Like, make the naked guys go last. Like, why are you making me do this? And then, yes, he said, those boys had such young penises. And he was like, my balls look 50 and my dick looks 45. He was like, I don't know how that worked out. But, somehow, uh, but I've been thinking about it lately as Louis C.K.'s come back, uh, you know, to, to perform at the Comedy Cellar. I, I've thought, oh, I didn't get his consent for like, he, he was forced to touch my dick hand. He was forced to watch me touch myself. I was like, this is a, a, rever- a reversal of sorts yeah. <laughs> or a pre-reversal. 
Um, yeah, you're you got a monster, him. I guess. <laughs> yeah. Am I a good guy or a bad guy in that situation? Was I don't I the, know. I the man feel... of the people or was I worse than him? A man of the people. <laughs> you represent everyone in that moment? And then it's in the Robin Williams movie. Man yeah. yeah. That I was oh, yeah. very funny wearing a George Washington wig. <laughs> but yeah, yeah, we did that sketch and uh, um, it's lived up, you know, because... Bear dicks on stage at the UCB, I feel like, has now become commonplace. But I yeah. liked it, or, or it was a few years ago, yeah. and then enough people were like, no, no. Yeah. Uh, but maybe we I were, think the, we're on first. A, the bottom of the bell curve for that right now. That's fine. <laughs> yeah, that's fine. <laughs> yeah. You, it, there's a reason there's cycles for these things. Uh, it, it, it'll, it'll be back. Dicks will be back. What I'm about it'll to say fun. is very graphic, so... if people have gone like this is sub r mm-hmm. you might want to tune out right now but we our friend chris oh yeah played christ hosting a herald night and he put a crucifix in his asshole yeah <laughs> this was like in the in what i think of as like the the most 8 p.m. extreme yeah at an 8 p.m. show 8 p.m. and it was at a Herald parents night, night. so everybody what? brought their parents to the show <laughs> and it just so happened to coincide with we're promoting the dirtiest sketch show that's why we were yeah, yeah. doing all these things anyway but yeah. not the louis thing. parents that's night. why we had to do it Yes, we had to honor the rules. <laughs> uh, yeah, he did a lot of completely disgusting things. I mean, yeah. he was the did king of it? that dirtiest. Guy. I wasn't there for that one, yeah. no. Yeah, but when that I think was about- crazy that it was parents that I forgot about that. That's also a strange, like parents' night in general it's is a, a weird. funny. <laughs> yeah. How many? That's like a, seems like an early UCB concept. Yeah, there was like a parents' night, but now there's just par- like I guess like parent and child shows yeah. right performances they 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 upped it they upped their game yeah uh, well how yeah. many parents like um stopped supporting their children in improv that night <laughs> they were like come out yeah. and see my herald night you're like so this is the world you're a part of where the man who died for our sins is yeah <laughs> like a part of a, a part sodomy of a, yeah or a lot of them were probably like Finally, like this is awesome that somebody gets yeah. what I'm about. Maybe it brought them <laughs> together. Those uh, those baby boomer parents, mm-hmm. yeah. <laughs> like this is what we fought for in the '60s is that our children would yeah. be able to do this in the early aughts. Putting a flower in the end of a gun was just the, like, <laughs> the beginning of putting a crucifix in our asshole. <laughs> That's how we always envisioned nice this evolution. evolution. Yeah, yeah, Hey man, thanks for having me. Thanks for throwing this party. This is great. I brought a six pack for the fridge. Awesome, man. Hey, Welcome. And my, can I put my toiletries in your bathroom? <laughs> or where do you want? You coming from somewhere? Or? Hmm? Uh, no, but I'm going to party. Uh, I probably need to brush my teeth before bed. So I figured I'll stick around. Are you gonna, you're going to sleep here? Yeah. Okay. I mean, it was kind of just a dinner party type situation, you know? Uh, are you telling me not to have some drinks in here? You can. You, then you're telling me to drive home drunk? You can just take a lift or something. If you want to stay, you can. It's just a little bit. It's just an anniversary party. Cool. So I'll, it's, I'll probably stay. Ding just, dong. Okay. <laughs> hey. Oh, 
hey, what is up, man? How are you? What's up, Teddy? Uh, great. Thank you for bringing, uh, inviting me to a sensible dinner party. You know, it's nice mm-hmm. to kind of like, I brought a casserole, of course. Thank you. And uh, I brought my, uh, my DJ rig, so I thought that maybe <laughs> we could just kind of bump beats... All night long into the morning if you want. People can leave for church if they want. I'll spend all night. Cool. I brought some Adderall. I got Red Bulls. I got everything you need, actually. And somebody's going to be stopping by about 1 p.m. for a little special treat that everybody can get in on. About <laughs> 1 p.m.? Yeah, yeah. Oh, tomorrow. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, we're going to need an extra bump to get us into Sunday night. And then I'll be able, you know, I'll have other DJs kind of swapping in as we go. This is going to be going on two nights? Oh, fuck yeah. Hell yeah. Great. I mean, I don't know if cool, the casserole cool. lasts, am I right? Yeah, yeah, cool. <laughs> I just going to run to the uh, 7-Eleven to get another pair of socks. <laughs> Didn't think I'd be staying so long. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Get some ice. Okay, got it. Yeah. Uh, yeah, this is just going to go hey, to like can you want to give him your card for the ice? Yeah, can I have your card for the ice? Hey, quit going through my wallet. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> hey. Hey. Hey, man. I'm here for the party. What's up, Daryl? Uh, where do I set up the pup tent? Uh-huh. The pup tent. I gotta set up a pup tent? I don't, I don't know what a pup tent is. Well, it's like a tent. Okay. But it's a pup tent. Like a tiny tent? Yeah, it's like a tiny tent. Where do well, I set it most up? Most of this is gonna happen in the dining room. I, I don't know how you... In the dining room? Hey, did, if I you want, heard, do you want me to set up my DJ rig in the dining room? No, it's probably not gonna be enough room for that. Uh, uh, you put your DJ rig in my pup tent. Is this your pup tent? Yeah, I'm gonna stay here for what? Two, three, four. This isn't a festival. You I just say stop oh, when I'm done. Five, six. <laughs> so yeah, you of just said it's this a is a festival. I said no, it's not a festival. Oh, it's it's not the a- not a festival. <laughs> it's like a not a surf based <laughs> festival. Yeah. The Nadas are playing. Oh, that's awesome. Okay, man. so I'm just gonna sit up my DJ ring in the dining room. Fine. I mean, all right, cool. Josh, where should I plug all these bird scooters in? I normally charge them at my house. It's my job. But I figure since I'm staying here a while, I'll charge them here. Can I use this outlet? This one for the... We're not going to watch TV during a festival, right? Oh, no, no, no. You know what? He's got lots of power strips because of his DJ gear. (laughs) Yeah. yeah. You guys want to use some cords? Yeah, can I use some cords? Hey, people are talking about the festival outside. I just came back in. Yeah. Well, I told a few people who were smoking outside. They're they're pretty smoking outside. Hey, man, I saw... uh, your parents are at this <laughs> festival. It's kind of a bummer. <laughs> they're they're here. To, it's an anniversary party. Wait, is that them? What for and them? No, for me. For <laughs> for me and Mary. No, you got to get them to go. They're 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 like first on the guest list. Oh, hey, uh, and Mary. I don't know. What? Yeah. <laughs> Can we maybe get her to go? Yeah. This isn't really like doesn't fit the frat for frat festival vibe. Yeah, we're thirty four years old. <laughs> Hell yeah, we are. <laughs> we're thirty four years old, yeah. guys. I don't know how to break this to you, I, but you just saw a party, and I think you kind of ran with the idea. All right, this my is my concern. Mary stays. The old bags stick yep. around. Yep. And you're going to not party like I think you might be capable of. And I want you to party better than anyone tonight. Right. And I'm rooting for you just as much as any of us are rooting for you. Yep. But I feel like you're going to set yourself up for failure if she stays. You're going to be a different person. And I want you to pull out the stops tonight. I want to be able to spin some magical beats and look <laughs> over and see that you're having the most fun you've ever had. You're depriving I'm, me of that by keeping your old lady. That's around. right. Yeah. 
I mean, it's her house. We live here. Yeah. And she loves you, bro. She won't mind. All right, I'll ask. <laughs> hey, uh, Mary. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know if you noticed, but this has sort of got out of hand a little bit. Yeah. Some of your old friends. Yeah. Here's that surge protector, dude. Oh, thanks, bro. <laughs> That's but, nice of him. Um, I've heard the word surge protector more than I'd like to... Uh, no, Admit. <laughs> oh, sweet. I'll plug my sleep apnea machine in. <laughs> Teddy's an electrician, so he's very, yeah. he's good at that. Uh, I don't know if we're going to be able to fight this, to be honest. They flyered the neighborhood. You want them to stay. Is that it? I think I know they do you it. more than you know yourself, and you want your dirt bag. <laughs> Friends to stay here for a whole week. It's Thanksgiving week. Both of our parents are here. We're here to celebrate our anniversary. Yeah. They were wondering if maybe you and the parents could maybe, I don't know, scram for the weekend. Scram. <laughs> Was that their word or yours? Hey, dude, did you break it to her yet? <laughs> One second, Teddy. Jesus Christ. I own this house. I've never seen so many juggalos. <laughs> Awesome. That's how you do it. That's how you do it. That's how it's done. Um, excellent. So uh, let's get into the meat part of the podcast where one of you shares a story. Um, awesome. Who wants to go first? Um, I'll share. Go ahead, Michael. Um, so this is, uh, I guess, Trump adjacent. Oh, boy. <laughs> it's not Paul and I were just talking about that, actually, the last time we saw each other. Yeah. About how bringing up Trump's like farting in a room. Yep. <laughs> just yeah, like, like when you're at a dinner party, you feel like you can't bring it up. Yeah, like I it. know. Well, it's, really about, it's really about tampons more than it's about Trump, but it's, it's about yeah. going to my brother-in-law's wedding and my, my wife's uh, dad has worked for Trump for years. So like I, there's Whoa, like, really? yeah. Oh, you told me, I heard about this. This yeah. is, this is like something that there, there's nothing in your life that you can do that will <laughs> like, I did everything right. And, but I married into it, whatever. So <laughs> it's fine though. It really is fine. But they had their party or their party. I guess it's a party. Yeah. They had their wedding at, at Trump, uh, uh, Bedminster, which is the, the New Jersey place. And it's like, the reason that her dad works for him initially, long story short, is like he want the property that their like childhood farmhouse and land is like has turned into that golf course, and to turn it into the golf course, he needed uh, her dad, who was like the, a local politician, and like help things out. And then he was like, "Hey, why don't you do that for all of my properties?" So then he worked for Trump. Anyway, we could have had our wedding. But you know, we could have had our wedding at a Trump place too. There's a Palos Verdes place right here that we went and saw, and it like could have been a golf course thing, and there was all these things that would have been easy about that. And but uh, oh my god, we didn't do that, which is so. <laughs> you feel good? You stood on I your feel principles. Good, there. <laughs> I feel it's not even like because nobody is like it's not a conservative family even is like the. So it's not political, and here's where we get away from it, I suppose, a little bit. But, but he does make an appearance. So at, so at my brother-in-law's wedding, um, there were a few things um, because at all these Trump places, I don't know if you've ever been, but the, at this golf, it's a golf course, but then there's grounds, and it's like kind of got this Gatsby vibe, and it's all old buildings and stuff. And it, you know, it's you know, people do their weddings there all the time. I mean, whatever. It's a golf course. It's a thing. It's a country club. So, um, but everything has his name 
on it and like it's all images of him and like picture like magazine covers are everywhere with like him and Michael Jackson and shit like, <laughs> what it's, just like it? it's just all like pop culture images of Donald Trump and like uh-huh. his name is on every every like napkin and pencil and every everything wow. like the rooms are whatever it's just like you know whatever I you can fill in the blanks but it there were a couple of like moments when was the wedding this was in October this was a year before he declared candidacy okay so this so is all free politics for him he was just he was still just like well any and and we went and they were doing the photos um the wedding photos for my brother-in-law and he like pulled up on a golf cart like in a hat it was like a trump national hat and he got out and he like got in the photos and he got in my brother-in-law's like wedding photos and like was like <laughs> posing with them and like took my nephew and like picked him up and did like a whatever <laughs> photos and shit and deanna and i are kind of like deanna's in a bunch of these photos um, <laughs> because oh and deanna has another whole like in a way this is like a story about deanna because deanna has this whole other history about because Trump has known her dad for so long. And also when Deanna was on this NBC show was on at at the same time as, um, apprentice as apprentice was like kind of a big hit. And like, he would see, they would add like whatever upfronts and shit like that. He had this whole little running thing with her of like saying like, Hey, we beat you in the ratings. Like that's her story. That's a different story. (laughs) But at these, he loves ratings at these, at these wedding photos. He, he, he did like when they were like in a pose together, he did like look at her and go like, I beat you. He like, he like mouths like I beat you. Like as like their little ratings thing that's funny to him. All right, but and, and I we and we were like this leaned. So I was like going like he was he was there and it made me uncomfortable. And I leaned against this car and they're and then we were like oh ha ha we'll take pictures with this car and it was this Rolls Royce and they were like that's that's a great picture you're gonna love that that car is worth two point five million dollars and we were like ha chi ha ha we like to like couldn't get off of this car fast enough anyway all of this was a, there was a huge rainstorm at this wedding the real story is about this. And there's a, there's a lot of like fascinating details because it's all like adjacent to him and he just puts his stink on every piece of it like whatever they so I have one question this, yeah before we get into that was there anything about him so you saw him in person yeah I've, was there anything yeah. like striking or like that like I know he's a bigger man than people he is big I mean he's not like he's not like, exactly what he looks like he's yeah. not like he's I mean he looks whatever <laughs> there is nothing a, 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 I, I was it was all about a smell. Like was it like Axe body spray? Or I like was not a, <laughs> in a photo with him. I did not embrace or shake yeah. hands or do any of that stuff. Yeah, um, I would have. What was he like? Yeah, <laughs> would he like me? I mean, the, what we want to talk about is hair, I suppose. But he had this hat on, which was like this is like a look for him, and it's all like. But he had like his brand. It was his, it's yeah. his brand all the time. Cool. I don't know. Yeah, it's cool. <laughs> Would you? Ever I wear... almost regret telling. I could. I, well, whatever. No, I like it. Good. Would great. you ever wear clothes with your name on it? I feel like I'd feel so weird about that. No, it's like a band that wears like, yeah. the, the bassist for Metallica would wear a Metallica <laughs> shirt and it's like I get it you were the fan who got to be bassist after the other one died but come on man. <laughs> or when uh, I love we love Spielberg but like he wears the caps for the movie he's making while yeah. he's making it. it's like, like, so adorable the thing you get in the swag after the movie comes out he's wearing it like yeah. in yeah BT like yeah, yeah behind the scenes photos yeah so anyway there's a big rainstorm and the grounds are huge of this place, and 
there's a huge party, obviously, and like there's bought, you know, at the end of the night, um, I'm saying so much about my wife right now, but I like we needed to get some tampons. <laughs> we were in need of that. And we had planned poorly because this is all kind of a last, like it wasn't last minute, but it, I was coming from another trip and meeting her there. And like, we had to get my dress. We bought me shoes and socks like that day. It was one of these trips yeah. that like I barely made yeah. it for. And then it was like, Oh no, a wedding. I did like a reading at this wedding and had to whatever. I had to get all this stuff and like go buy shoes that day. And they, in this rainstorm, I'm running around looking for, for like a service person in the night. <laughs> Cause this is like at, in the middle of the night and I'm looking for tampons at this place. And I'm like, I just ran out and I was like, there's no way that I can't help you with this. And I did find someone who was like doing like the golf cart shuttle back and forth from the reception to like the, the rooms. And he was like, yes, there's a place, there's a place I'll take you to like the sanitation place. And, and I, and he took me there in this rainstorm and it's like a rom-com. Like I'm like in a tuxedo and like soaking wet and my, everything's like drooping uh, but like, instead of going to get flowers or like to play like a boom box <laughs> or something, like I have to, I have, there's, there's gotta be tampons here. And it's like, we've been contacting the family and this guy finally picked me up on the golf cart and he took me to like the, uh, the custodial like closet that was over by like the tennis courts or whatever. <laughs> and we went in and there's all this Trump stuff and there's like napkins and there's all these like, you know, kind of just dry goods and paper towels and stuff. And there's this box of tampons. And I was like, I was excited because I wanted to see like a Trump tampon <laughs> and I was like, so like oddly at this point, the night was also like, ah. I mean, we were drunk, but it was also like, mm, this night sucks so bad. Like I'm so drenched, like, and yeah. like the party's way over at this point. So this is like, hopefully I get a good story out of it. And I took, but the tampons had no markings on them at all. It was like the one thing. At this whole place, he didn't have his name on it. Like he wouldn't, he couldn't be called on to be put. Yeah, Yeah. a Trump on is a perfect opportunity, but he like couldn't be called on to put his name on like a feminine, one of of those products, one of these disgusting things. Anyway, but then I delivered the tan. I was a hero of the story, I suppose. Hero, Uh, hero. And it's not political. This is just a wedding I went to. I was a part of this wedding. I should have just started it like that. I went to this wedding. Improv. Hi. Hi. Um. So, um, I'm just I'm here to represent uh Mr. Trump. I'm not uh coming. To attack or attack you or oh. attack the okay. tampon industry that you work for? Yeah. Okay. I, I'm merely a messenger. Oh, okay. Um, Started with the words attack. Uh, <laughs> well, yes, but it's the opposite. Okay. Uh, good. What's the opposite of attack? Um, hug. I don't know. Hug. <laughs> I'm here to hug you with some constructive okay. criticism. Oh, okay. Uh, um, yeah, we're always welcome to feedback. Uh, so we like your gumption that you decided to put the Trump logo on the wrappers for your tampons that you are providing. Yeah, we're we're company, we're a team player. Yeah, everything's got Trump on it. We want to be a part of that. And it was great that you did that without us even asking. Mm-hmm. You just knew perhaps that would be. Something. I mean, he's got it on golf tees and yes, mints. Uh, yes. We don't want to be left out of the game, right? <laughs> but he's not going to have it on um, tampons. <laughs> I'm sorry, he 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 doesn't. 
Um, he just feels like that that's a not on brand. Um, everything is on. Everything is his brand. His brand is everything is my brand. Well, when you said the golf tees and the and the stakes, those are more sort of masculine objects, and I think he feels. Um, not comfortable with the idea that his name would be on something that's so feminine as a tampon. Uh, I mean, well, you have to admit the tampon is, it a, is fairly a feminine, I, it's object. feminine hygiene uh, product. Yeah. But that is, I don't know if this is going to cost you want you money, but it, we, we need you to recall them and destroy them. <laughs> Well, we're not going to destroy them. We'll just put them in vending machines across the country or something. Like so you're saying in vending machines across America, in every state... They're perfectly good tampons. You mean in every state, red or blue, someone will be taking out a tampon with... Okay, I'm just... I'm going to give you this on the down low. In a year, he's going to announce his presidency, and he doesn't want this... Out. What? Why? Who cares? Uh, what? <laughs> who just, cares that he's running for president? I care that he's running for president. I care a lot, but I don't care. You who know, cares for a if- man who put his name on tampons, you don't seem very supportive of our dear Lord, I, Overlord. Oh, I'm, oh, Overlord. <laughs> uh, well, look, we're just... Overlord question we're, mark? We're, no. We're, Are, yes. Did over- I just hear Overlord question <laughs> What mark? happened to hugging me? What happened to uh, hugging feedback? Look, we're Tampax, and we want to be a players in all the games okay so uh, i don't know what to tell you we've got to sell those tampons if trump doesn't want them because they have his name on him <laughs> that's ridiculous also it might get some voters i would say huh <laughs> <laughs> this means war what this no. means war. Why is it war if he becomes president i I feel bad for you. And he, and he's he going to come after tampons. Yes. He's going to come after tampons. Well, guess what? Unless he can stop women from having periods, there's not much of a war to fight. He's okay? making a list and he's checking it twice. And when he's inaugurated, you better wish you were That's nice. That's absurd. That's crazy. He's uh, making a list. Mm-hmm. I've seen the list. We did what you wanted. How are we supposed to know that he didn't want his name on a tampon? Well, when I come back with the news, I'm just giving you a heads up. He's going to be very disappointed that you're not willing to recall this millions. We're trying of merch. to be sure. Well, we'll take them. You don't have to buy them, but I'm we'll selling those tampons. <laughs> I don't. I don't know. It doesn't make him less of a man because his name is on a tampon. Look, I am saying this as a woman. <laughs> I am Killian Conway. <laughs> okay, <laughs> I am here to represent. Okay. My boss. Yeah. Mr. Donald Trump. Okay. And look, I love your products. Thank you. They've gotten me through so many tough times. <laughs> Good. Great. I'm but happy to hear I, 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 <laughs> So if I gave you this Trump tampon, you wouldn't use it? You'd prefer no. a standard tampon? Yes. If, he wouldn't even know. Even if I needed one, I wouldn't <laughs> accept a Trump he tampon. He wouldn't know. Who cares? No, you don't know the depth of knowledge of this man who I call boss. That is absurd. Look, I'm sorry. I've. I mean, I don't know what to tell you. We're gonna sell those tampons. Okay. Uh, Cut to the Oval Office, (laughs) Mr. Trump, Mr. Yes. uh, I um. I have some sad news to report. Late, Emmy. 
Um, I spoke with the Tampax people. They've taken the products off the shelves, I hope. <laughs> well, Sorry, I got a cold. <laughs> is it okay that I'm uh, Vice President Mike Prince is, is, is in here? That's okay that you're here. It's up here. to you, Mike. I know you don't like I'm okay Tampa with talk. I would. As long as the door is open if a woman is in there with him. Let's call him Witch Sticks. <laughs> <laughs> I can't have Trump witch sticks. <laughs> Mr. Trump, you don't want witch sticks with your name on it. No, no witch and sticks. Mr. You want to call him Pence witch sticks? That's fine with me. <laughs> President Trump doesn't want it. Vice President uh, Pence. By the way, Killian. No. What? By the way, Killian. Yes. Killian Conway. Yes, Killian Conway. Purse check. Gonna see your purse? <laughs> you want to see my purse? I'm gonna make sure you're not out the purse using any of these Trump tampaxes I've heard so much about. I even in case, sir, of you can trust me that if he was to give me a choice, even if I initially refused, <laughs> I would not have eventually taken one. Okay. <laughs> I'm just President Trump, you're so angry. I'm smelling around. Vice President Trump, you're so angry too. You two are. I'm turning red. Yes, steam is coming coming out of my ears. Steam is coming out of your ears. Steam is coming out of your ears, President. I can't be associated with anything so feminine. It's uh, okay, insulting. Look. I will show you the inside of my purse, and if you do see a Tampax oh with Trump on it, I just want you to know. It's a trademark ump. <laughs> hmm. That's what's it, their umpire, official umpire tampons. And they have the trademark in front of the word instead of after. So it's going to say TR ump, but that's the trademarked umpire tampons, okay? I'm just the vice president, but wouldn't, wouldn't that be TM? This is what I said. (laughs) Okay, here's here's my purse. Oh, he's digging through it like a little badger (laughs) looking for sweet treats. There are some sweet treats. The bottom of the purse now. (laughs) Those are cough drops. (laughs) Oh, we needed those cough drops for the ride back home. There it is. Hmm. Is this a witch stick, Pence? Mm -hmm. Is this a witch stick? (laughs) That's one of them. I don't know how you open this at all. <clears throat> like <a laughs> you got it. You used your little help badger talents. <laughs> Use my talents. <clears throat> T-R ump. There's no mark of an umpire here. There's no umpire logos. Look, what's my face is on it? <sighs> the, you're, you resemble a famous umpire. What? You hmm. resemble a very famous umpire. I... <laughs> Look, if you want to fire me, fire me. But I'm telling you, look, I have a friend. He's an umpire. I could bring him in here, and he'll tell you those are official umpire Tampax that he uses. (laughs) (laughs) Well, get him in here. Ray? (sighs) Hello. Hey, uh, President Trump, Vice President Pence. Hello. Thank you for giving him... An honor uh, to meet an umpire, as always. Looks familiar. Huh? (laughs) Thanks for giving Ray the security clearance to come in here. Yeah, this is great. You want to get you to throw out a first pitch if you like? Maybe. You know. Well, there there was some controversy over the ump, the trademark oh, umpire, the trademark ump, damn. Yes, he, President Trump. Mm-hmm. I don't like it. that they were in reference to him, but we know 
That's not the case. That's not the case. What yeah. do you use it for? How do you use a trademark ump tampon? Hmm. The same way you'd use a traditional tampon. Um, oh. <laughs> Where do you stick it? Did you know that two, 2% of all National uh, League empire, umpires are women? Yeah. And, and then, 1% in the American League. And we feel hmm. that that's not enough. So we are trying to market towards women to increase interest in being female umpires. All right, that checks out. <laughs> this could be great for the country, <laughs> sir. <laughs> I, even I like doing this sound. <laughs> Dang it! <clears throat> Honey, have you seen my uh, Ready Player One hat? I've got a shoot today, and I can't find... Steven. My... Mm. Steven, you don't need the hat to direct. It's not essential. It's not an essential I need of it. it. It's my lucky hat for this movie. Where is it? Just wear any hat. Wear I'm the E.T. Gonna wear, hat. I'm going to wear E.T. hat to Ready Player One. I don't I'll know. forget what I'm doing. I'll direct them to phone home. Where's my hat? <laughs> Steve, I don't it. know where your hat is. It's crazy. Maybe God. just get another one at the studio or something. Go bearhead. Head. Bearhead? Go bearhead. I haven't gone bearhead in 30 films, okay? I need my Ready Player One hat. Where is it? Well, so, I don't know what to tell you. So, Mr. Spielberg, you want us to put uh, the light over here for the... Yeah? Uh, I gotta say, uh, yeah? I don't trust you. Oh, shit. Where's your... Ready Player One hat. <laughs> I don't know. I, I can't find it, okay? I got this Ready Player One jersey. Oh. I thought I would... Uh, Are you even the director of this movie? Uh, that's what I was telling my stupid... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> that's what stupid I was telling my... What? <laughs> stupid what? Stupid uh, what? Not, she's not You're gonna stupid. You're going to say I wife. Was, I, I'm, uh, You're uh, going to say your stupid wife. I, uh, Spielberg would never my hat, talk. I'm lost. I'm lost, okay? You know what? Know. Go back to your stupid wife <laughs> and tell her you're... You're looking for that hat because I'm not going to take one direction from you. One direction. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> an idea of a CD I should buy later. <laughs> stay on, stay on point, sorry, Pat. Sorry, sorry. Stay on point. Yeah, get that light up there. God. Mr. Spielberg, I ain't putting up first? one light until Ms. Kate Capshaw. Mr. Spielberg, can I talk yeah. to you for a second? Oh, uh-huh. okay. yeah. Look, I got you some hats. They're not a Ready Player One hat, but Wardrobe's got you a few hats just to get you by. What okay? are these? These are just other hats, okay? Yeah. We, we got to work with what we have here on set. We're on set. <laughs> okay, here. Look, I've got an old hat. This is a Rainbow Bright hat. Look, a Rainbow Bright hat? You can take this hat. This is an E.T. hat. You made E.T. I know, but I, uh, if okay. I put that on, How I'll about be in this? my E.T. mind. Oh, look, a Jurassic Park 3 hat. Oh, no. Look, you're going to have to wear one of these hats, or you're going to go bearhead all day. <laughs> I'm not Everyone's bearhead. talking about hashtag bearhead. Oh, no, they're talking about it? All right. Yeah. Look, when is your wife bringing this hat? I don't know. Excuse Look, me. I have to do wardrobe for your movie, you, you numb nerd. <laughs> I'm losing control of Sir, this. you want me to hang this light just because uh, you're wearing a Jurassic Park hat with... 
three scratches on it? Yes. Hey, yeah. once you get scratched by three dinosaurs? Uh, yes. Yeah. Hang that light and bring in three dinosaurs, okay? What? This what? is Ready Player One. There's no Finds way a dinosaur way, okay? could appear. Now, where is the... Where's the cup of water that'll uh, shake when the dinosaur comes in? So you told us to dump that cup of water. (laughs) This is my mind. (laughs) Give me that Jaws hat. (laughs) Oh, no. Okay. Well, I know what we need. We need a bigger boat. Uh, Wait a minute. I see what's happening here. Here. Give him this hat. For Jaws too. <laughs> okay, uh, uh, the shark is back, uh, um, and the survivor uh, Robert Shaw uh, has to. He's got to go. He's got to go fight the shark again. That's what's got to happen. Uh, so they'll go into the video game and they'll find a second shark in there. Oh no! A Schindler's List hat fell on his head. <laughs> okay, um, <laughs> we cut to the Spielberg meeting with the three studio heads of Ready Player One. <clears throat> Okay. Uh, yeah, a lot of tough symbolism in that. Wow. Yeah. Uh, we were expecting uh, a film version of the novel Ready Player One. And you know we love you, Steven. Yes. We love you. you. Yes, You're a genius. You. Yep. You. you are an unparalleled force in film. That's right. This thank movie you. is... Thank you. But when, Go on. when we signed up for a Ready Player One movie, we weren't expecting a, um, a sort of mashup of Jaws and Schindler's List. Yeah, mm-hmm. we didn't want a black and white film except for <sighs> a red <shark>. Pac-Man. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> The red, the red there shark. There is some Ready Player One elements in there, sure. You have Pac-Man chasing Donatello for a moment. But it's running past that girl in the red jacket. Yeah. yeah. Okay. And a Velociraptor who's uh-huh. taking a dump. Steven, come on. Steven, why the dump? I uh, a novelty force dump hat fell on my head. Uh, <laughs> you gonna blame everything on the hat, Stephen? Why, why are all these hats falling on your head? Animating that shot cost this studio a half a million dollars. Look, we're going to hire somebody to keep those hats off your head. A person whose sole responsibility is to bat away the hats okay. before they fall into your oh, head. That sounds good. That's so you can't good. get confused. Oh, good, great, and I'm not going bareheaded. Ah, well, we don't have a Ready Player One hat around here. Ah, uh, yeah. Yeah, and the That's condition cool. this movie's in, I'm not sure we should print any. <laughs> <laughs> Let's get you back out to set. Bareheaded? Hashtag bareheaded. Hashtag bareheaded. Why is it hashtag? You've got to use what's inside of you, Stephen. Uh, it was never the hat. <sighs> okay, back... Back to set for you, my boy. <laughs> it's such an honor to meet you. It's such an Are honor you to the... meet you. I am happy to do anything on this film. If it's batting hats off your head or getting you coffee or whatever it is. Uh... <laughs> You're only supposed to bat hats off my head. Do not get me coffee. But you, if you want coffee, I'll get it for Don't you. Don't get me coffee. Just bat Hey, hats what was it head. like working with uh, Dreyfus? <laughs> Uh, yeah, he's pretty good. I mean, he's a cocky little kid, but uh, you know, he's got a lot of energy. Cocky kid. <laughs> yeah. That's what I heard. Everyone in Hollywood says Dreyfus is a cocky kid. All right. Okay, well, you didn't hear it from me. Uh, I won't tell. Okay. All right. So we're doing the race scene. Okay, the race scene. Great. Uh, and uh, excuse me, I just want to give you a heads up. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a there's a hot air balloon going by today, <laughs> filled oh. with. 
hats for Spielberg movies, and it's what? Why? It's losing air, and it's whipping hats all over the place. So you're gonna have your hands full today. Yeah. Oh yeah, look, it's kind of descending near the stage. We yep. should do this now. Or now. All right, let's get yeah. let's get going. All right, the race scene. This is the scene where they figure out go backwards. Need a hat. Need a hat to do it. All right. Hey, Mr. Spielberg, give me directions. What should I do when they call action? When I call action, I want you to run up to that car. Okay. Car flips onto the director's head. <laughs> and uh, you're going to be worried that the car might be sentient, okay? What? So. <laughs> Bat! <laughs> Sorry, I was gone. That car is your ticket out of here, okay? It's your ticket out okay. of the video. Okay, back drive. on course. <laughs> okay, okay. You, drive you worried car. me there for a moment when that close encounters hat <laughs> fell on your head. You yeah, gave me some direction that. that was opposite of Ready Player I'm, One. I'm, I'm, the hero is within me. I'm honing it. Great, great, so great. The car's going to get you out, but you're driving a virtual car, right? Sure. It's part of the video game. The so. war horse hat. <laughs> Oh, God. And you have a relationship with this car because you went to war with it. <laughs> went to war? Oh, no. I can't reach. I can't Bad reach. Away. Here, I'll lift you up. And the car dies at the end. Pop. Oh, more horse. Spoiler. Uh, dies, but it... Uh, Dies? No, the it should turn over right away. You should oh, be able to okay. start the car and right action. away. Action! <laughs> what? What am I? Uh, war horse. Uh, uh, I won a war. Is that what you said? I, I won a war. Zoom in. Yeah. Oh boy. Driving. What's he doing? Oh, boy. I'm just driving this car into a horse. <laughs> uh, uh, click clock. Click clock. And we cut to the premiere. Uh, the end. Oh my god. <laughs> Yay! <laughs> roses, like, roses for you, Mr. Spielberg. Yeah. We loved it. It was sort of like Spielberg's little Mickey in a way. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> now, Mr. Spielberg, I know you want to get to the after party, but we have to ask you: Is this your little Mickey? <laughs> <laughs> um. You know what? Yes. Uh, wow. It is his little Mickey. Mr. Spielberg, what gave you the curse to go bareheaded tonight? Hashtag bareheaded. Well, um, you know, I didn't feel comfortable at first. Um, mm. As you know, I like to wear a hat for the movie I'm shooting. Yeah. 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 Um, Lincoln hat falls on his head. <laughs> and then I realized uh, that uh, in order for us to make a movie, uh, we had to come together as a studio <laughs> and as a country. And so I thought that that is he doing an impression right now? <laughs> what is that? Ted, let me tip this hat off of his head. <laughs> and I thought that if I wanted to make my little Nicky, I'd have to do it bareheaded. Wow. Otherwise, mm. the hat would be making a sure. Nicky, and I couldn't find a little Nicky hat. Well, t- t- two airtight impressions of <laughs> Trump and Spielberg <laughs> slash Lincoln. Um, Paul, uh, it's your turn to tell it to spin a yarn, but a true one. <laughs> spin a true yarn. Yes, tell a true story. A yarn true should be yarn. true. Um, um, I uh, in high school, I worked at a um, uh, the local um, radio station. Cool, fourteen ten KLEM. Oh, that's AM. On the AM dial. Oh, wow. Yeah. And uh, the big thing I was 
uh, taught was, um, hey, when you're working Sunday mornings, make sure you don't um, uh, uh, start late because you're the only person here and you have to like fire up the tower or people <laughs> won't get radio that day. And like for like, uh, I'd say probably like 15 months, I was like on top of it and I would get in really early on Sunday mornings. But one Sunday I overslept and the whole time I was just like running around the office, just going like shit, 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 like getting everything started. And then nothing happened. And then I didn't hear anything. I was like, okay, I got by on the skin of my teeth. How late? Uh, it was like seven ten, seven fifteen. So people who, you know, so a like small town, uh, no, it was just, supposed to be at there seven. It was supposed to be at seven. Okay. Yeah. And do you um, tap into a feed at that point? Yeah. So you just, the 15 minutes they just lost the first 15 minutes and then it, life went on the first 15 minutes were just like quiet dead air and uh so um and and i think in a small town probably a, a large batch of people do depend on hearing the news at 7 a.m and uh and i didn't do it but nobody said anything all sunday so i thought i was okay and then tuesday of that week i had to come in and get interviewed for um at that same radio station uh, for a high school play that was being done that weekend. And, uh, and the guy who was interviewing me was my boss. And so I was like, Oh, this is weird. Is on the air? Yeah. Okay. He's going to interview me on the air, but we have this sort of like weird thing that hasn't been discussed, which is I was late on Sunday. Uh-huh. And so when I came into the office, um, for the first time, uh, I said hello to the woman at the front desk who I talked to, you know, days that weren't Sunday and I saw her every day and I was like, how are things going? How, how, how's your day? What's going on? And she was like, it's been better. <laughs> and I was like, oh, wow, they're really okay. This is weird. And then uh, before the interview, my boss was like, I want to talk to you. And he came in and he sat me down and he was like, I want you to know I am very, very, and he said very like four times, I am very upset that you came in late on Sunday. And his eyes were like filling up with tears and his voice was like shaking. I was like, why is this is so crazy that he's getting emotional. And then I was like, I'm so sorry. It won't happen again. I would never let it happen again, you know, and like begged for my job back essentially. And then we went in and he interviewed me and then he was like, I'm going to handle the top story. He said that to like the assistant. And then the top story was about how that morning, the owner of the radio station had died, who was like this beloved guy. And so when I came in and asked the front desk person, like, how are things going? And she was like, yeah, she was reacting to yeah, the long-term that. boss's death, oh. not my little corner of <laughs> being 10 minutes late in life. And the reason he was probably a little bit more uh, juiced up was because he was mourning the death of a friend. Oh. <laughs> How did did you learn that... He died because you were 10 minutes late. (laughs) (laughs) It was like 6.59. And he was like, God will give me a signal if my radio station goes up at 7. And if not... (laughs) That's horrible. I shouldn't make light. A nice man died. Well, he's fine. He would give... uh, Before I worked at the radio station, this guy was beloved amongst the community. Uh, I worked at a grocery store, and he was like one of the few guys who would give tips when he brought out groceries to his Mm, car. He was a cool dude. Um, so I understood the loss. 
But I also um, didn't understand people's tood. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Was it a paid job? Or- yes. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Uh, interesting. What, I think you, what? you were going to ask, how'd the interview go? Yeah. Oh, it was a little tense. <laughs> and if people didn't come and see Tartuffe that weekend. <laughs> <laughs> was that really the yeah. play, Tartuffe? That's weird. <laughs> That's a crazy high school play, Tartuffe. What is it? I don't even know it. Tartuffe is like a uh, farce. It's a Moliere play. Yeah, that's like a high farce of like, it's like a class comedy about, I don't know. Yeah, it is. Yeah, it's sort of about like a upstairs, downstairs sort of thing. But like okay. a, um, my friend who was playing the titular character Tartuffe, it's all written in like rhyme and meter or whatever. So like, it's really hard to like, if you don't remember the line, it's hard to like fudge it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and I remember we would have a, um, uh, and this is close to, um, parents night a little bit, but we on dress rehearsal nights, we would invite parents to come and watch. And my friend who was playing Tartuffe went, and you would expect me to presume, ah, uh, fuck. <laughs> parents night always a bad idea parents night Uh, that's also crazy you got to do any press at all for a high school (laughs) i know right they were probably hungry to fill up some broadcast hours yeah let's bring these kids in and (laughs) did you ever get to do interviews or anything like that or like no, I would mainly do like I would play church services on Sunday and then on the weekday. It was nice. I would get to go into their record collection and find old songs and play them. And then a memo went out the next day that was like, you're only allowed to play the songs in the computer. I was like, oh, OK, I know who that's about. <laughs> uh, and um, I remember I made a there was um, a news story where it was about education funding being cut. And then I played a live interview with George W. Bush where he mispronounced a word. And I was like, this is too juicy not to call out. Like, uh-huh. he wants to cut education and then he mispronounced a word. And then I made some joke about that. And then immediately the phone rang and it was somebody calling me up and uh, somebody was like, I think he's much more intelligent than you give him credit for. <laughs> yeah. Stirring the pot in Iowa. Yeah. That was Barbara Bush. <laughs> so, um, you know that um, the owner of the station... Uh, past this weekend, mm. uh, but we've got the cast of Annie in this morning, and <sighs> we're going to talk to them about their opening weekend. <laughs> um, are the kids here yet? Um, yeah, sorry, they're, they're I just got to clean up. I've been drinking in here all night. I, we found his body late last night. <laughs> you found his body? Yeah, we found him. We found him in the God. ravine, Dan. <laughs> Look, let's just do these. Let's do this. Let's do this interview, and and then uh, we gotta we gotta tell his family. Yeah. Hello. Hey. 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 Hi. You're you're here from the school. We're from the children's theater drama department. Wow. My name's Ken. (laughs) Ken, and I'm Pat. 
Hey, Ken. Hey, Pat. Come on in. Um, you guys are... Uh... I play Daddy Warbucks. Wow, that's that's amazing. I play one of the orphans. <laughs> okay, so we're going to go on the air in five, four, three, whatever. Uh, hey there. Hello there, everyone out there in Little Bend. Hi, uh, Little Bend. It's a terrible day. We... Uh... We lost the patriarch of our great, um, our great and beloved station. Uh, so, sorry, sorry uh, to old Uncle Lou who uh, sailed off into the blue. I suppose, as you say. Um, so today's all in memory of him. Um, you found him in a ravine. You said we found him in the ravine. And God damn, I forgot to tell his family. So I guess that's what this is. <laughs> <sighs> Joni, Jan, Janice. I'm so sorry, and uh, I'll pop over after uh, after we get through a few more this morning's. Uh... Uh, excuse me, are we going to talk about Annie? <laughs> yeah, uh, I am so sorry. Uh, yeah. Moving on, um, 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 we'll get through this real quick, and then, like I said, Janie, Jan, Janice, I'll come on over, and we'll just talk through this. So sorry, uh, we got the we got the cast of Annie here today. Hey, no, it's great. Beep, I, beep. I gave up my lunch period for this. <laughs> yeah, um, easy on the, easy on the sound effects yeah. today, beep, beep. Dan. I heard some of the hip hop stations using it, and I thought I'd give it a shot. That's, it's fine, just not today. There's been better days. Okay. So, uh, Annie, you play Daddy Warbucks. You were telling me, uh, yes. And uh, when do you open? Tell us about the show. Um, the show. It's a. It's a show. I mean, I really can't believe you would bring us in here. Uh, Does the show have anything to do with losing your hero? Um, Who's he? I don't think so. I think it's the show. Does the show touch at all about you know uh, the, the 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 cornerstone of a major institution crumbling and uh, you having to go and help his wife and children? through their lives without a, without a husband and father. Look, if you wanted to do this, you could have just canceled us coming yeah. in. We had to give up our lunch period yeah. for this. Look, I told you. I, it's look, pizza day. It was a pizza day. Everyone grieves in their own way, and this is my way. I fuck everything up, I guess. Hey, gate. Beep. <laughs> this thing is... <laughs> look, I'm still just, getting the hang of this soundboard. Just give them the dates of the show, and we'll be done with it. Oh, what are the dates of your show? Uh... March 5th and May 22nd. <laughs> two, just two shows. You're doing one two and a half show months on March 5th? <laughs> it's and November 6th. Show. What are we t- <laughs> Are you trying to confuse me? No, no, no that's just... Just a few days ago in the seat that you're sitting in now, he was there. He was there looking at me. He was telling me, you're going to introduce the kids from the play Annie, and then we're going to go out and have a few pure brews like the good I'm old days. I'm not begrudging you for, you, for your it's loss. Okay. Of course you would feel this way. I'm just saying don't bring us on yeah, the day that... Like, uh, yeah, and who, know, who am I going to go have brews with after the show now? Damn. I don't know. Dance? Oh, yeah. <laughs> He's got a fun sound board. Oh, you, got, you all deserve each other. I should, I should get over was it. A, was it a suicide house. or an accident? We don't know. His, his, spine, his spine was outside his body. You got to call on line two. Oh, yeah. We got line one. Hello. You're on the air. Hey, uh... Hey, uh, this is uh, Jack. I own that ravine. Oh, that he died in. Oh yeah, old Jack Rallance. Yeah, <laughs> twenty 
was a suicide. <laughs> oh, oh, we should have done this off oh. here. <laughs> Thanks, Dan. Okay. Bye. Oh. Well, kids. I, I wonder if Jack he was Rayland's... a long time first time. Yeah. <laughs> was he a say. long time first time? He was a long time first time. <laughs> well, I got it. So who's playing the part of Annie? Sorry. No, that's we okay should You guys bury the lead. Who's Annie? Uh, well, it was supposed to be Claire, oh. um, but she was found in a ditch. Oh, so, no. the the daughter of the owner of this radio station. <laughs> They're both found. I don't know if it was night. related. I don't want to cast They're dispersions. Both found in Jack Rallance's ravine with their spines out of their bodies. <laughs> well, we weren't going to say anything on air. We figured we would. Well, dress that, that cat's out of the bag. <laughs> that spine detail is Hit very... the cat. <laughs> cat? Yeah. Arf, arf. <laughs> <laughs> no, damn! We uh, start the day with the radio starting 10 minutes late. <clears throat> the hell? Something's not right about today. What happened to the alarm clock, sweetheart? I don't know. It usually wakes us up 6.55. Mom, Dad. Yeah. The school bus left. The school bus left? Yeah. We oh. weren't up in time. Oh. Did you do us wrong? <laughs> <laughs> what? No, I didn't do you wrong. I think... Did you do those kids no, wrong? No, I didn't do anything wrong. I. It's fine. It's just a, 10 minutes. I'll take you to school. Today's going to be fine. It's a, a, a small just error. 10 minutes. <laughs> Dad. Uh, what? Dad, I was supposed to go to track practice. I'll get you to track practice. I'm I'll 10 get... minutes late. Did you do me wrong? <laughs> I didn't I didn't do anybody wrong. The you radio... Did me and, uh, my sister wrong. Yeah. I did... for track hey, practice. You I didn't... Wrong. I didn't do anything. I'm not right. going to have enough time to shower. You shut your mouth. <laughs> what? Yeah. You can shut your mouth. You're doing us wrong. I'm not doing anybody wrong. Quit putting the blame on me, okay? It's 10 minutes. We're not going to let this get to our Why? fucking heads. Why? He said F. Okay, well, so you you had a tough day. Yeah. Um, but, you know, here within our anger management courses, we use these as opportunities to learn. Okay. And yeah. So don't beat yourself up that you didn't set the alarm. Okay. I wasn't the alarm. I think the radio started ten minutes later than it should have. You I, didn't set the alarm, I, I, and I think you need to accept you, your responsibility. You know, I didn't set the alarm. Is that what you're saying? I, I mean, think that's probably what. Is happened. this because I was late to, to this the uh, anger management meeting? Because I told you I had to get my kid to the track practice. It's uh, I'm getting it under control. Okay. Are you doing me wrong? <laughs> I'm not doing you wrong. <laughs> Are you okay? doing me wrong? I'm right not now? doing you wrong. Get out of my office. You get out of your office. You're no longer my baby. Are you kidding me? Yes. This is bullshit. You're going to hear from me. I am okay? your ex-therapist. Ex-therapist? Yes. Oh, yeah? Oh, yes. well, you picked the wrong guy to quit on. Get <laughs> 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 a picky. Uh, just make sure you set your alarm. <laughs> you set your alarm. You set this fucking alarm. <laughs> oh, no. My seat is blasting off. <laughs> <laughs> Trying to get my day back on track. Now I'm late. Be woo, be woo. Oh, God. Pull over. Pull over. All right, all right. Hey, uh, were you at Dr. Jenkins' office? Huh? Would you just leave Dr. Jenkins' office? <laughs> yeah. His yeah. secretary told me he was sent to orbit. Okay. Yeah. So? You having a bad day? What's huh? going on? How? 
You yeah, I'm having patient. a bad day. I'm a little late to everywhere I'm going. What's uh, wrong? Hmm? The radio didn't start on time. I've heard that one a million times. <laughs> okay, well. The radio didn't start on no, time? No, you haven't. The radio always starts on time. So the if radio heard it a million always times, starts on time. Excuse. I'm telling you the it's truth. It's guilt, what guilty people say. I'm not guilty. It was 10 minutes late. I, then I had to take my kid to school. And my other kid was going to track practice. So I had to get him there. And then I went to, I was late to my anger management thing and they fired me. So yeah, I, I turned a dial right, and get out of the that, car. Sir. Huh? Get out of the car. What? <laughs> God, this is such Hey, watch your mouth. We're a couple of adults. I can say bullshit. Are you doing me wrong? Am I doing you wrong? You pulled me over. I'm not doing you wrong. Officer Jans, um, we've got a uh, hold up at the 7-Eleven. A kid's dad uh, made him leave for track practice and he missed the big scouting day and now he's uh, holding a 7-Eleven at gunpoint. Oh my God. That sounds like my kid. That sounds like my my buddy. Over. You gotta, get over there. you gotta get over there and do your job. No, get I'm more concerned about this mess right in front of me. This isn't a mess. I'm just late, okay? That's my son. He was 10 minutes late. Now he missed his big college. Don't he, shot, he shot the guy. He's dead. Oh my God. God. You did him wrong. I didn't do anybody wrong. I didn't do anybody wrong. Give me this. <laughs> That's my baton. Whack. I'm going to space. Why is everybody? Why am I knocking everybody into space? <laughs> hey, buddy, stop doing that cop roll. <laughs> you shut up. Mind your own business, farmer. <laughs> Throw the baton. <laughs> 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 this is unbelievable. I gotta get. To, I gotta save my boy and get in the cop car. get PO'd. It's going to be okay, bud. I didn't do you wrong. I didn't fucking do you wrong, okay? You got PO'd. He shot the beloved character. (laughs) (laughs) He shot Simpson's most beloved character, Apu. (laughs) Oh my god. Oh my god. What will you say? (laughs) Hey, everybody, listen. The radio's airing the ten minutes of radio that they skipped this morning. (sighs) They're airing it right now. Be careful out there. Uh, be careful out there, the Simpsons universe. Springfield. <laughs> Uh, we had some real weird weather out there. Uh, a lot of stuff going on. So if you, uh, if you excuse me, Mister Graney, yeah, Mister Matt Graney, yeah. There's been a lot of uh, problems in the Simpsons. I universe. killed a poo. <laughs> no, that's not what they wanted. No, no. There's chaos. Chaos is reigning in the Simpsons universe. And if you could just, I know you're you're here to to let people know about. Uh, to 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 fend for themselves and protect themselves, mm-hmm. but if you could just say I'm sorry, I think that would go a long way. Can't do it, <laughs> Mister Grady. <laughs> I've given 25 years of wonderful entertainment 
25 seasons. This shit writes itself at this point. Oh. Oh, does it? (laughs) (laughs) I just let the right... I am Mr. Grady. I'm not coming to attack you or to... um, What's the other word for attack? Uh, What's the opposite of... Opposite uh, reverse hug. I'm here to give you a reverse hug, (laughs) Mr. Grady. Okay. Um, I'm just a big fan. Can you do the voice of Bart? <laughs> Nancy, Nancy's been kind of phoning that in. You go ahead. You mean I can I can be the voice of Bart? I don't give a rip. <laughs> <laughs> we got to a family watching the next episode of The Simpsons. Oh, right. Simpsons is awesome. awesome. Right. Here oh, comes cool. my favorite, Bart. I'm proud of it, man. It's better than ever. <laughs> we cut to the recording booth. Get that who an ET had fell on his head. <laughs> awesome. Well, thank you so much for being on. Yeah, Thanks, thank you guys. guys. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you. That was that. really fun. That's about as silly as they get. Uh, yeah, silly dilly. Thing. That was a silly dilly. Uh, so don't stop or we'll die. Do you guys have a website? Do people check that out? Uh, we have an Instagram account. Yeah, go to our Insta. Don't stop or we'll die. At and, Don't Stop or we'll die. And you got old stuff on YouTube. And uh-huh, stuff, right? There's lots on YouTube. And iTunes. We have our, uh, yeah, all, of our records, all of our records. All of our albums. All of our records. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the new record comes out. Tuesday, November 27th, Excellent. and there'll be a show, a live show in LA at the Satellite on December 4th. Hey, that sounds like it could yeah. be yeah, what you're cool. looking for. Uh, right. We'll play there that night. How else are you going to kick off in December? Yeah. Then with a, a fun music show. When, yeah. When What are you going to do the night after you pull your the fourth ring off of your Countdown to Christmas <laughs> chain? <laughs> <laughs> you're going to go to Satellite that's that right. night. That's yeah. right. Uh, that's awesome. Uh yeah, you guys are always fun to watch live. Um, thank you. Anything individually? Well, thanks for having us. All right, great. Yeah, yeah, uh, thank you. I don't know. I, uh, no? I don't know. Yeah. My Twitter's at Michael Cassidy. And mine's at Paul Rust. Mm-hmm. And awesome. sometimes we combine our Twitters. Yeah, so it's just every other letter. <laughs> M-P. <laughs> uh, you'll have to look yeah, it up on Google. You can figure it out, but it's there. <laughs> uh, awesome, Jake. Uh, you can follow me at Wake Up with Jacob. Uh, come to We're Gross with Gilly the third Thursday of the month at UCB Franklin, and check out Vulture, a Herald team. Great. I'm at Mr. Josh Simpson on Twitter. The Meet is on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Uh, the Meet Improv at gmail.com is where you can send us anything you like, really, and also uh, put in workshop requests. We yeah. teach workshops both in LA and we travel, and we also do it over Skype. So, The Meet Improv at gmail.com. Uh, rate and review us in the, in the iTunes store. Thank you so much for listening. We'll see you next time on The Meet. The Meet. Audio podcast. For more information and shows, visit boardwalkaudio.com. Don't forget to rate and subscribe now.